This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Hello and welcome to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. My name is Herodotos and this podcast exists to help you find stillness in all aspects of your life, in finance, in health, in mindset and in your relationships. I created this business because I believe that if you can develop the ability to find stillness in your mind, you will learn to create harmony in all aspects of your life. Find us at Stillness Every Day on social media or stillnesseveryday.com. A lot of people ask me how they can get started with meditating. Now, my first experience with meditation was at a Vipassana retreat, which is 10 days in silence. But I understand this isn't practical for most people. That's why we created the Stillness Everyday Journal. This journal has a range of prompts, which allow you to not only create your day, but reflect on your day at the end of it. The journal also has a range of audible meditations, which are perfect for beginners. Check out stillnesseveryday.com. Welcome back to Stillness Everyday Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about outworking your self-doubt. On the last podcast I did, I interviewed Nathan, who was a veteran, and in the end, he started talking about how veterans transition out of the military, and they no longer have this sense of identity as a soldier because they've transitioned into society. And Nathan said that he actually doesn't like when people come up and ask him what he does for work, and a lot of soldiers actually get stuck on this when you ask a veteran what they do, it creates like a bit of um, anxiety and depression for them because they don't know who they are anymore. Nathan actually said he starts responding with who he is as a person and what values he has and what morals he lives by. I kind of gave him a similar example to my life when people ask me what I do for work and because I do a range of different things like I'm a builder, I've studied architecture, I have the pottery studio, obviously do this podcast and help out with other businesses i kind of can't just blanket statement what i am or who i am i don't like to say that i am a builder and get caught up on the identity that i'm a builder and be known for that because the attachments to um, an identity like that have consequences of not being able to grow is one of the main things because i think people get stuck with i know this and like no one could teach me more unless they're more qualified than me in this field. So you kind of get stuck in, it's an ego thing where I am this, I know better. Where I'm leading with this is talking about outworking your self-doubt. And I think coming from, you know, the last five years of doing so many different things and having zero experience in all of them, essentially five years ago, like I took over the pottery studio in 2018 and I basically knew nothing about pottery. There was never a time where I thought to myself that I can't do this and I need to have more experience in pottery before I can take over a pottery studio. I just kept moving through the steps. So the message I want to get across is if you are trying if you're going to start into a new into a new field, reach out to people. There is infinite amount of information out there where you can learn from. So I'll give an example. When we used to, we were running classes, I think we had 16 people per week. Within six months, we had up to 200 people coming through and doing classes every week. And the number one thing that I used to teach, because I would would employ teachers who, you know, they weren't potters for years and years. They were essentially, a lot of them actually just began creating pottery when they started working with us. And the thing is, when you know something more than someone else who's never done it, you can teach them something. So that's where I think a lot of people get stuck is they feel like they're not good enough to teach when even if you've been doing something for six months, you're six months ahead of somebody else. To teach our classes 
of course they were only beginner classes, but you didn't necessarily need years of experience in order to teach someone what you've just spent the last year learning or the last six months learning. The same is applied everywhere in life. Even when I started building, I knew that my father was a builder. I knew that I had friends who were builders. Um, I had old mates who were supervisors. There was I had connections of people around me and the trades that were working for me that I could, you know, reach out to or just observe what they were doing or ask them the question. You just have to be humble enough to be able to pose the question of, you know, how could I do this or how can I do this? You just have to kind of have the humility to be able to ask the questions and look stupid. So you have to be able to be comfortable with not knowing, basically. And I think I think I think that's the best thing to be able to be comfortable with not knowing, or to be comfortable with people knowing that you don't know something, and then being able to show that you are willing to outwork everyone around you until you do know. That is how you do it. So there was potters in the industry that obviously were a bit upset. There was people that were like, "These people have no idea what they're doing." These teachers at this studio at the time, you know, had only been doing pottery for three six months some of them a little bit longer and I think they were getting a bit annoyed that there were so many people coming to learn at the pottery studio from people who weren't as experienced as the people who have done it for 20 years yet I was still comfortable enough in going to those people and reaching out and asking for advice or um, getting those people to come in and help out or going to places where I was wholesalers where I was purchasing um, the, the equipment that needed and asking them just the stupid questions that I should have already known, but being okay with knowing that I'm in this industry and I don't know what I'm doing. What I'm trying to get at is having self-doubt is not going to get you anywhere and shouting, I suppose, affirmations at um, a mirror every morning is also not going to get you anywhere. You want to be confident enough to move through those those steps that I just explained and outwork your self-doubt it doesn't take long if you sat at let's just give an example for pottery if you came and did one month course and then you sat at that wheel for that entire month you did the four the four classes that are designated for the course and then you came in for the rest of the time and you did say you know two extra hours a week so that in the total you might have done 12 to 15 hours of pottery by the end of that month, you would almost be ready to teach a wheel throwing class to beginners because you would have learned all the basics. You would have created enough confidence in yourself that you can center, you can wedge clay, and you can help people cone up and down and possibly open up and make a little a little mug or something. Within one month, if you're someone, let's give an example, you're working at Coles, you're packing shelves, you hate your job, you really are interested in pottery, you really want a job in an industry that you enjoy, and you really realize it's only going to take one month to um, upskill yourself to be able to get a job like that. That is how simple it is to move into something rather than just staying in a miserable cycle where you, you know, you hate your work and you wish you could do something else and you just think that you're not you're not capable of it, etc., etc. You wish you'd studied earlier, blah blah blah. You tell yourself all these negative stories when you could just go and do the thing and then within a month you would be far better than you were a month ago. You know, when I started building five years ago, I really didn't know much. And I knew a bit because I'd, you know, kind of been around it, but I just continue to learn every day. I just want to, like, I, there's never a moment where, unless I just, you know, I'll listen, but there's never a moment where I look at what someone's doing and I don't, 
you know, try and learn from what they're doing. So the other thing I want to add to this conversation is a lot of people wait for the perfect opportunity or they wait for complete answers into, um, you know, the direction that they're going to move. It's like they need a complete bubble wrapped blanket to protect them from anything that might go wrong in the situation. But by the time you get to that point where you have 100% certainty, the opportunities generally pass and you will probably have missed out on it. So it might not work for you what I've done, but I always kind of head into it and then figure it out as I go because I find that you always do figure it out. Some, something just opens up and presents itself as to why you've taken this direction. There's a reason you've taken it and there's, and you, can't, you will be rewarded for your hard work. You'll be rewarded for your courage of just moving into that direction and taking, taking the first step into the, um, the path that you want to go on. You are capable of more. You are more than capable of learning skills if you get rid of your self-doubt and actually just do the work. 